Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, or good afternoon, should I say. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Min Trader, where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly and monthly cash flow. It is Friday. August? We're into August? Holy cow. Wow. Okay, we're into August. It is August 5th, 2022. Uh, this week was a rather interesting week. Didn't do a lot of trading because I carried stuff over from last week. And the stuff I carried over from last week sucked up all my money. But that didn't mean I didn't go through the exercises anyway and find other trades that were there and available. So if you were listening along, there's a lot of trades out there. Next week, ooh, before I even go on, let's quickly take a look at who's up next week. The Dividend Kings. Ooh, check that out. Johnson & Johnson. Um, NDSN. That is Nordson. Nordson. And Parker Hannafin. Wow. Okay. So, that's Dividend Kins. We got three Dividend Kins last week. That's funny because we had three Dividend Kins. Three Dividend Kings this week. Three Dividend Kings the week before. Three Dividend Kings the week before that. So, it's one two, three, four weeks in a row. Three dividend kings every week. Imagine, you only got to do one. Or you can do all three, you know. Separate your money, do one third here, one third here, one third there. Dividend kings. How can you go wrong? I mean, they've increased their dividend payments for more than 50 years. I mean, really? All right. Uh, what else do we got? We're going to take a look at... Warren Buffett's list, or Berkshire Hathaway, which one? Johnson & Johnson is the only one on the list. And we're already looking at that anyway, because it's a dividend king. So, Johnson & Johnson is going to be looked at. That's lovely. That's always a no-brainer. I mean, pfft, how can you go wrong? All right. After that, the dividend achievers. One, two, three, four. That's it. Only four dividend achievers. So between the four dividend achievers, the dividend kings, and Warren Buffett's list, we're only looking at maybe 10 companies. Which this week, there was at least 30. All right, so all that being said, let's quickly take a look at where we are and what happened during the week. Eli Lilly, we only got two positions. Eli Lilly, L-L-Y, put that in there. Last 30 days. The last 30 days, we've seen a high at 335.33. Today, she's sitting at the new 30 day low. And ain't that wonderful for me? <laughs> the new 30 day low is 300. Wow. Okay, so what did I get into Eli Lilly? Hold on a second. Open this bad boy up. All right, I got a, a thousand shares of Eli Lilly at three twenty-seven fifty. Ouch, that one hurt. But you know what? Interesting thing is, you don't lose money until you sell for less than what you paid for it. Okay, so I have no, I no, no intention of selling for less than I paid for it. But they really got to do something. You got one, two, three, four, five, six down days in a row. What would ever make me think of getting into that trade? 
What the hell's wrong? Oh, that's right. This was a spread trade. It was a spread trade that went the wrong way. <laughs> hey, it happens. But guess what? Eli Lilly is a good company. And they offer a dividend. And next week, they're paying out that dividend. So, 10 years in a row, they have gone up this time of year. So, it'd be kind of interesting to find out why it didn't go up this time. Okay. But, needless to say, you know, Eli Lilly, I just hold on to it until she recovers. And until then, I'm just going to sell a covered call against it. Which brings in more than the 1% that I'm looking to get anyway. Okay, so PPG is next on the list. The last 10 days for PPG, we've seen the low at 112.45 and a high at 134.09. Okay, she's sitting at 127.36 at this moment in time. And the trade that I put on was the uh, 130 call. Now we only did five contracts there because we were running a little low because of the other interesting crap that we did. Nihilus? Regardless? No. Anyway. That being said, those two positions, I'm going to have to uh, wait until tomorrow because tomorrow's Saturday. Options expire on Saturday after or Saturday morning. Sometimes Saturday. I don't know. Which is kind of weird if you think about it. Because you can't do any trading on Saturday. But the option doesn't expire until Saturday. Alright. So we'll find out tomorrow. After all the paperwork is done and all that shuffling. We'll find out what we made. Or if we lost anything. Because even though the stock price goes down. And it looks like you're losing money. When you sell a premium. Or you sell a call option against your position giving someone the opportunity to buy it from you at a lower price or at a price. All right, let me just get back to Eli Lilly for a second. Okay. Oh, I gotta open it up further. Okay. <clears throat> okay, the Eli Lilly, we got it at 327.50. Okay, so I'm not going to sell it for less than 327.50. And that's just it. I will continue to collect the dividend until it goes above that price. Now, for that privilege, I sold uh, a premium of $5.75 per share, okay, giving me $5,200. Now, that is way over and above what my normal every week goal is, all right? Um... However, even though I brought the $5,000 $5, in on this position, the overall position lost $21,000 in value because the stock price went down. But did I actually lose anything? No. I only lose when I sell for less than I paid for. Now remember, they get the dividend coming up in two weeks. This week, we collected $5,200 on that position. Um, we're probably going to do the exact same thing again next week. Let me Just for the fun of it, let's take a quick look and see what the premium is going for next week. Uh, 
fold that up. Alright, that one expired. Okay. Let's close this one and open this one. So next week... <clears throat> oh yeah, the stock's at three. 300. So, hypothetically speaking, I could sell the 310s for a buck ten a share, which would bring me a thousand bucks. Uh, or the 312. I'm going to have to do a little bit more research before I um, make any positions or any plays. And I'm going to explain that as I'm doing it. Okay, so if you ever get... Alright, should not say whenever you get into this situation. Because eventually you are getting, going to get into the situation. Where you either do a spread or you own a stock that goes down. And you want to collect a premium on it. You want to collect some kind of cash flow on a weekly basis. But you don't want to lose the position. Because if I lost the position, that's $21,000 down. However, I've already collected $5,200. So I'm actually only losing $15,000. But I'm not going to sell, so I'm not losing anything. That makes sense? Okay. All right, all that being said, it was a very interesting week. Not a whole heck of a lot happened. I might as well get in to do um, some more spread trades and some more uh, dividend capture play. Ooh, we should check that out just for the fun of it. You know what? We'll do that tomorrow. Tomorrow, I think I'm going to jump on it just for the fun of it while I'm doing the calculations to see how much we made. I'm going to check and see which stocks, which dividend kings, and which dividend, um, all right, out of the, all the list, which stocks actually made the div cap play. Now, that the div cap play is where you buy the stock or you put your order in before the, before the market opens. So, as soon as the market opens, you're buying it at the market open, okay. So you're buying first thing in the morning. Then you're adding the upcoming dividend to whatever purchase price it is. It doesn't matter what it is. Okay? Now I'm not I'm not telling you to do this. This is this is what I do. I buy it at the market at the open of the day. And as soon as that gets filled, I have a fill price. Now I take that fill price and I add the new dividend that's coming up in two weeks to that. That's my exit price. Because if I can get out of that stock and one day collect that dividend, that's my idea of a dividend capture play. And it usually happens the very first day. And better than that, I've even created some software that tells you how often a company does that. Freaking cool stuff. Anyway, all that being said, I can't wait till tomorrow next week. I will catch you guys tomorrow. This is James with Dividend Stock Talk. Have a great day, and we'll catch you tomorrow. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day.